All right, welcome ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. Today is May 1st, the anniversary of the founding of the Illuminati by uh, the Rothschilds and Adam Weishaupt and their infiltration of Freemasonry and other organizations, etc., etc. If you don't know anything about the Illuminati, you're missing out on really important history. And uh, But that is what today is, the anniversary of the foundation of the Illuminati, okay? And uh, we're going to continue, and we do have Pastor Martins with us today. How are you doing, Pastor Martins, uh, way down there in the southern hemisphere of South Africa? Good evening, Pastor Eli, and also good evening to all the listeners across the globe. Pastor, yes, um, one day we have virtual summer, and the next hour or two later we have winter. Yes. <laughs> uh, what a beautiful day we've had today, bright uh-huh. sunshine, and uh, no cloud in the sky yet. There's a slight breeze outside which brings the polar air right through your bones. All right. But otherwise, <laughs> uh, very, very well, thanks, Pastor. Right. Okay, very good. So we're going to continue with our series on the Willie Martin document that I just put the uh, link in. And uh, you can open that, and uh, let me know if it doesn't open. I'll, I'll, I can redo it. Sometimes the link doesn't properly uh, you know, f- uh, get found in the chat room here. But uh, from this document, which is uh, basically the life of Senator Van Rensburg, we're going to be starting with uh, the section entitled, Two Leaders Die with Dishonor. And this apparently is prophecies about World War One. So let me get right to it because this is very fascinating stuff. And I'm actually looking very much forward. And maybe next week I'll have time to look for it. It may be coming up pretty soon, though, where uh, Senator Van Rensburg uh, predicts that Germany will lead the world out of uh, the current uh, but maybe it was, he was thinking of national socialism, <laughs> but we know that that didn't work. But, uh, you know, if, if Germany does lead the world uh, out of this morass of deceit, of Zionist uh, Lubavitcher mm. disease, disease, <laughs> disease of Lubavitcher deceit, easy for me to say. Well, and, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the, the true Holocaust is happening. Oh, it has yeah. been happening over the past two years. The yes. The Holocaust. It's worldwide. Yeah. And it's not being called the Holocaust. It's being called COVID. <laughs> right? Mm. The, the, the fake disease created by the international banksters, the Illuminati, the uh, allopathic medicine uh, mafia, the medical mafia, all these people, uh, the usual suspects, the deep state, but the, the headquarters of the deep state is the UN building, that Trojan horse, right there in New York City, created by the Rockefellers who donated the land, built the building. And the UN charter was written by none other than Nelson Rockefeller, international supercapitalist, and uh, Alger Hiss, communist spy. So the two of them worked. Yeah. Pastor, you'll be surprised to know that the so-called Board General which I have already on numerous occasions uh, pointed out to be a um, uh, the the Trojan horse that was sent by the Illuminati Cape Dutch Afrikaners amongst uh-huh. the Boers 
was the actual author of the League of Nations really? Manifest. Wow. Absolutely. Okay. And his name again? No. Jan Smuts. Oh, yeah? Really? Jan Smuts? That smutty guy. The smutty guy was, um, everybody purports him to be a Boer, but he was a Cape Dutch Afrikaner that was a, a uh, recommended by his Freemason co-Jews. Right. Um, in, the, in the persons of Sammy Marx was okay. recommended to President Paul Kruger. Of course, President Paul Kruger, so being deceitfully self-proclaimed uh, uh, and, and manipulated, minister, uh, yeah. manipulated by and, the international and, and of course, Yeah, go ahead. Well, you won't believe it. Just this morning, around about 3 o'clock, half past 3, I downloaded a file written by an Englishman who actually stated the reasons why President F.W. writes that I've already pointed out on so many occasions right. as having been, in spite of the fact that he was the president of the Orange Free State, was actually, as stated by myself on numerous occasions, was a fake. And fake so war. also President Paul Kruger. Wow. And this English writer actually gives the evidence as to why Wright and Kruger were in fact uh, masters of deceit against the Boers. Real, even though they were Boers. Now, Kruger, it was in fact a Boer, correct? What about rights? Partly he was uh, uh, president, if, uh, president Kruger, Paul Kruger, was uh, president, elected president of the uh, Republic of Transvaal, or the Republic, the South African, the South yeah. African Republic. Okay. He was appointed on four occasions by the promotion of these Edomite Talmudic Jews, wow. whom, of course, consisted of Alfred Byte, um, the son of Otto Byte, one of the um, orchestrators of the genocide against the Boers. Now, also, by Jan Smuts' right-hand batsman um, called... Um, uh, What's okay. his name? Well, just so I'm clear, is a- Alfred Byte, uh, Alfred Byte, yes, B E I T, B E I T, right, and he was oh. also premier of uh, the Transvaal. Is that what you're saying, or is another no, Byte, person? President Paul Kruger was the president, the, the uh, elected, or yeah. promoted, or nominated, or appointed by the Jews, bastards, that already existed in the Transvaal, that already laid claim to the Boer Republic's mineral wealth. Now, President Paul Kruger, um, he grew up amongst the Boers, but on numerous occasions I already pointed out that he was um, the the biggest reason for the... um, the wrath uh, of Yahweh to be shed out over the Boers. Right. Because okay. of the Boers being under the wrath of Father Yahweh because of the sins of the fathers. Uh, so it sounds um, like and, uh, Kruger was actually your version of Alexander Hamilton, <laughs> who uh, was uh, turned out to be a, an agent of the Jews in establishing the first national bank. Well, Pastor, uh, President 
President Paul Kruger even took land away from his own family wow. to give to hand that land over to the Edomite Jews okay. to mine. Right. Without compensation for his, even wow. his own family. That his is own why, family. But, that Without is why close to that people with with family ties with President Paul Kruger was they were actually uh, stated as part of the more than fifty thousand Cape Dutch Afrikaners that were um, they they volunteered as uh, members of the British Empire a mercenary might. Right. Military might that uh, was was uh, drafted against the Boers, the two right. Boer republics. And actually fought against the Boers and took over their farmland, etc., etc. Right, okay. So it's amazing that these Afrikaners can be posing as Boers at all. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. But they do. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, Even to this day, Boston. So, so um, what position just, did Alfred... this morning... Go ahead. Just this morning, I've, I spoke with somebody who actually uh, also uh, wanted to know more about the the um, reason why I say uh, President Paul Kruger was not the Boer, but the traitor to the Boers. He, he okay. made people believe that he was a Boer, but he was, in fact, a traitor to the Boers. Yeah, but it was he of Boer descent? Uh, I understand that he was, in fact, of Boer descent, but you b- became a traitor, Right. Uh, Pastor, um, they say what we call in Afrikaans a kunkel in the in the cobble. There's a a knot in the in the line to him. Um, some of his direct relations, family, were not permitted in white schools because they were people of color. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, now my my question. Who exactly is Alfred Bight, and what was his relationship with uh, Kruger? Alfred Bight was um, a Jewish, what they called in those days, he was a Jewish industrialist. Okay. But he, he was, him and his father, Otto Bight, was favored by President Paul Kruger along with Sammy Marx along with um, a number of other Jews, well-known Jews, in the history of South Africa's mineral wealth. And President Paul Kruger basically ate from the hands of these Jews. Wow. Yeah. Um, so. But not just Paul Kruger himself. There was a, a German... Uh, newspaper publisher in Bloemfontein, that is in the Orange Free State. Right. That was the, that was the mentor, given as the mentor, the silent mentor of the, uh, the president of the South African or the Boer Republic. Right. And okay. those were the people who were uh, predominantly identified as had been the traitors of the Boer people. Both in the Orange Free State as well as in the Transvaal, I have um, uh, this German was something like Machenbauer, but okay. uh, I I had never heard of him until about two months ago when I stumbled uh, uh, over a book. Now 
something that I've mentioned on a new, on numerous occasions is that on many a night during the early hours of the morning, I go and search for the evidence, the concrete evidence, the hard fact evidence of the things that the angel had revealed to me in, right. in Revelation. Yes. And in this search for this evidence of the individual things that the angel had revealed to me, I stumble over this information which already confirms that which I have stated in, on numerous occasions right. before. Because it was given to you by the angel. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, the, so my, my library of evidence is growing. <laughs> uh, I copied, yeah. I made a copy of, of my uh, pieces of evidence. And this pieces of evidence is, can be found, for example, in books that uh, go up to 500, 600, 700 pages <laughs> right. of people that had written under authority. Yeah, and I have when I made this copy of all the books or most of the books on my on my computer, that totaled more than a hundred thousand. Wow! So you can imagine <laughs> having a library with more than a hundred thousand pieces of evidence, right? Which is located in books that can, some of these um, uh, writings are perhaps only twenty, thirty, forty pages long, but of right. Absolute, and uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, it, it's right. evidence, such hard evidence that can be unwavering. Can't, can't, can't be denied. Against. Can't be denied. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, these revelations that the uh, angel promised you are being revealed right here on Eurofolk Radio, right? On the voice of exactly Christian Israel. Faster. Okay. So uh, getting back to this document, because these prophecies of Van Rensburg uh, are extremely accurate, and I just want to get the historical time frame correct. The section is entitled, Two Leaders Die with Dishonor. The seer had two visions in 1923, which are concurrent with the arming of the Boers and the overthrowing of an existing government. Although the first date cannot be accurately pinpointed, the seer himself described it to Mr. Lude Kirsten, for, uh, furnish, Luet, okay, it says two, two syllables, Luet, Kirsten, furnishing interesting details of how those Mausers will reach the Boers, as well as what conditions will be like here and in Namibia. First vision, the yellow peach rain. A large dam is full of water. It is raining. All the sluices are open and the dam empties. A peach tree grows in the dam wall and peaches are lying on the ground. Crates of Mausers, still packed in grease, are being offloaded from the train. Aloes are uprooted and roll eastwards when the Germans return. According to the Sears timetable for this vision, trouble is going to break out when the yellow peach rain starts falling. In the early part of the century, the old people always referred to the late summer rains as the yellow peach rain, usually starting in mid-February and lasting two weeks. Of course, in your neck of the woods, that's uh, late summer going into fall, okay? Where, of course, we have, right. the we have the opposite situation here. Usually starting in mid-February and lasting two weeks. <clears throat> the dam running empty means the nation will suffer financially. <laughs> okay, maybe you can uh, mm. describe, uh, have you personal experience to, with this yellow peach rain? 
faster, yes. Very interesting and very, um, uh, um, uh, well, enlightening. Um, we've had, uh, we've had quite a number of years of very, um, very severe droughts. Right. In, in the whole of Southern Africa. Over the past two months, we've had rains, um, where rain hadn't fallen for a number of years. Uh, in the free state, the, the farmers could not plow their fields or even harvest the products which they had been growing because of the yeah, muddy fields. Yeah, the fields are too muddy. Rains. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, cities like Durban, uh, there were so many people killed in Durban from washaways and landslides really? because of the absolute drenching of rain. Wow. And um, in, in a place like Bethlehem, I believe, um, received more than a year's average rainfall in a matter of 24 hours. Jeez. So you can imagine <laughs> this absolute. Wow. Yeah. And that was at the end of February. Right. Wow. Okay. So for for you, that this is uh, uh, late summer. For you, that's late summer going that's into right. fall. Okay. So this, exactly. No. No. The, the previous peach rain. Okay. The, the peach. The peach rain. We believe was this year. Okay. And we also believe well with with it's something which is very important, a very important indicator. The stinking rich Cape Dutch Afrikaners <laughs> have become so stinking rich yeah. that the um, the most popular cars being sold today is not the very bottom end low um, low yeah. cost cars. Yeah, Volkswagen, with, um, <laughs> right? But, but the very expensive Lamborghinis and wow. the exclusive cars. And uh, the they peach color, something peach like color. that, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> something, something that effect. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the, the uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaners are getting stinking rich more than usual, obviously because of the corruption of the ANC government. Okay. I mean, but also at the expense, also at the expense of the Brewers, because you must remember with the. Um, with the so-called black economic empowerment, the first whites who were um, shed from these large organizations in terms of uh, their workforce, right. the first whites that were shed were those that had been regarded as um, the lesser enabled in terms of managerial positions. Uh-huh. And also, of course, those that are not Freemasons, which is right. that... Of course, it is, again, the Boers, the Boers that had been marginalized ever since the first arrival of the, um, the, the ancestors in the Cape. Right. They had been marginalized, sold as slaves, white slaves, and had been enslaved to this um, uh, the, the uh, Dutch East Indian Company uh, system of, the, the, well, it's a Roman Babylonian system of sure. church. Yep, and, and, stinking church, and, did you and say? The Bruce, <laughs> right. Well, stinks and church. The, yeah, I, I understood the you. Roman Babylonian. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, using your previous words <laughs> to make a point, <laughs> right? Yes, right. 
Absolutely. Okay. It's a very good joke. All right. So, uh, so he says that uh, the, the yellow peach rain, uh, will, uh, it's like the two, two weeks just before, uh, what, uh, would be, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh spring equinox. Okay. For us, yes. it's, it's spring for down, for you down there. It's fall. Okay. From which a, uh, the, the dam running empty means the nation will suffer financially. And how many times has that yeah. happened? But this is right after 1923. Well, so can, can you kind of pinpoint what he's talking about here? Um, Pastor, yes. Um, one of the things which we are expecting now is the coldest winter in human, or in human history, in, or u- human, um, mem- memory, uh, in Southern Africa, because last year we had, uh, already the lowest temperatures recorded, uh, in, in, in historical times. Oh, you mean summer or winter? Like the free state. Are you talking about summer well, or winter? Uh, for you, our summer, our general, our average summer temperature was something like six degrees lower than it was the previous years. The, wow. the average was lower. Okay. And we're anticipating not just Even a very colder. early winter, but a very severe winter this coming winter, the winter which is right yes. upon us. Okay. And already we're seeing the evidence of that. Um, people are reporting frost in parts of the country where frost only comes or occurs in May. We've already seen that in mid-April. Right. Okay. So, uh, so in other words, uh, well, you're just you're just coming out of uh, your your winter, right? You're just coming out of Is your that, winter. No, no, we, we, oh, so, we, we're going summer. into our winter now. Sorry, I got my, I got my uh, uh, <laughs> hemisphere is confused here. <laughs> okay. So, There's something else which, yeah. which is uh, of great importance. A country called Botswana, you, you know about Botswana. Yes. About two weeks ago, it received for the first time in human history. Really? Wow. Okay. This is global, global warming, snow. no doubt. Global warming, for sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everything's upside down, including the planet. <laughs> right? Well, Pastor, what, whatever these Edomites claim to be a a catastrophe in the, in the happening, yeah. you must know it is exactly the opposite. If it's yes. global warming, you must know there's a yeah. global <laughs> cooling down. Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, it could be warming slightly in the northern hemisphere and cooling in the southern hemisphere. You know, a lot of people are anticipating a global shift, right? <laughs> a pole shift. Yes. Okay, a that could be shift. happening. Yeah, that could be happening any any day now. Really, we don't know. Okay, so uh, uh, so uh, the two leaders dying with dishonor. Well, that's the first vision. I guess he he explains them both. Second vision: I travel to Europe and cross mountains and arrive at a place where new Mausers are hidden under boards, and those are uh, rifles. I'm pretty sure. Some distance further yeah. is is the corner of a house where two people 
lie covered under a sheet and they become covered with earth. A bit further, there is something similar to a clock or watch with stripes from which a verclure, the four-colored flag of the old Transvaal, emerges. emerges. He, he said weapons are being collected and stored for the Boers in a mountainous region of Europe. When he refers to a Mauser, it refers to the Afrikaner. According to the vision above, which he described to Mr. Lud, Kirsten, the Mausers were still packed in Greece when they were offloaded from the train. Those weapons were therefore used to overthrow the government, which was referred to because he sees only the corner of a house. The uprooted aloes further indicate that the government was violently overthrown, after which some MPs and other officials fled in an easterly direction. Durban? Question mark? Compare the prophecy in chapter 28, referring to the large number of liberals who will leave the country naked. These events will become reality when the Boers in Namibia return to South Africa. So did, did, this looks like a, the, a precursor to World War II. And was there actually such a, uh, an exodus of Boers from Namibia to South Africa? Also, no. Um... No? Things are busy. Things are busy hawking up for or eating up for the Boers who do live in, in Namibia or Southwest Africa. Okay. And of course, when when things heat up, um, the way in which it did in Zimbabwe or Rhodesia, many of the Boers in South in, in, in Namibia will in fact leave and return to South Africa. Okay. Okay, so this may be, well, this is the uh, author's interpretation, apparently, uh, of uh, events to come, but it doesn't appear to have happened at that point in time. So then he says, the two corpses lying covered under a sheet means they did not die a natural death. If they did, they would have lain in the house. They were probably fusillated or shot by a firing squad. They also receive no honorable burial as they are simply covered. They are covered with earth. They were definitely important people, otherwise he would not have seen them, probably leading figures from the collapsed government. So did anything – oh, let me just keep a couple more sentences here. After a short passage of time and significant changes, stripes on the clock, the Afrikaner will rule under Ferklur. Ferklur, what does that mean, Ferklur? The Ferklur the the is the um, green, red, white, and blue – Flag of the Boers. Okay. But again, this this writer is confusing the Afrikaner with the Boer because uh-huh. the Afrikaner uh-huh. has nothing to do with the Boers. They were right. they have been the enemy of the Boers since okay. the day of Jan van Riebeek. Yeah. Okay. So uh, obviously, what we're getting here is the interpretation of the writer, who I, I'd have to scroll all the way up to the top. I don't want to lose my place. Uh, I don't remember who the author mm-hmm. is. Okay, so the author is interpreting the visions of uh, Van Rensburg here. Okay, but if the time frame is correct, this is previous to World War Two. Did the uh, did the German government uh, it, it, before the rise of Hitler give arms to the Boer nation? No, Pastor. No. Okay. So during, uh, d- during the. During the Second Anglo-Boer War, yes, there were many Mausers that did, did come to South Africa, but this okay. relates to the present time, the time that we are now in. Okay. And 
towards the future because okay. it also relates to a train which is coming from Walfish Bay, which is in Namibia or Southwest Africa, which had been a South African protectorate for many years. Or, um, okay. Uh, not um, Walfish Bay, but um, Port Nollis. Right. And only recently, in the past two or three years, the railway line, which was laid by the Germans right. way back in the early 1900s, those railway lines had been uh, had fallen in disuse. Right. And it was only recent that these railway lines had again been refurbished and rebuilt. And the first train started moving between uh, Prisca and okay. um, uh, uh, this particular... Um, Okay. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think whether it was Port Nollis or yes, it was Port Nollis. Okay. And this was uh, refurbished by the Germans again, and this train is running as we speak. Right. Okay. In fact, uh, part of the vision here, I think it's actually coming up that uh, a disused train line, which was covered with so much sand that all you could see was the telegraph yes. poles. Right. But that that would be cleared yes. away and the train line would be used again. That's part of the vision. Exactly. I think that's actually that's actually coming up. Okay, so the author of this work is interpreting uh, Van Rensburg's uh, prophecy here to be taking place apparently just before World War II. And, of course, this author probably had no idea of the German nationalist uprising against the international Jew at this point in time. We're, we're only talking about 1923, okay? So yes. I think this is uh, simply interpretation by the author, okay? So, and it says here, foreign support for the Boer nation. As far back as 3 December 1918, the seer had a vision of Westerners who would be fighting a furious battle in the far future. Okay, and now we're talking about the far future, for the retention of their white heritage, he described a campaign of rabid hatred against them. Right? The, the mm. liberalism. <laughs> liberalism, right? Uh, uh, instigated yes. by the Freemasons and the Jews, but also saw that white racism would increase worldwide. No, and uh, in other words, well, white self-defense, right? Because white people yes, are... absolutely. Yeah, that, that would be called white self-defense. Looking at recent events in Europe, America, and South Africa, where race riots occur regularly, that vision of the Boer prophet is already being fulfilled. A poll held in America during 1993 indicated that approximately 30 million white Americans classified themselves as being right-wing and racist, and the majority of them also admitted being against government policy to enforce integration, and that they were secretly fighting at every opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, as, as is our right. Mm. Okay. CNN. Yeah, exactly. CNN recently did several interviews with right-wing groups in, among others, Germany, Holland, and Sweden, and they still exist. They expressed a lot of sympathy for the cause of the Afrikaner, or the Boer people, really. However, what probably struck few viewers was the bitterness among German ranks over the handling over Namibia and Swakopmund to a black government by the South African government. Well, that would be considered treason, right? Because Southwest Africa exactly. used to be controlled by the Germans. <laughs> well, it okay. was the German territory, uh -huh. and it was um, the South Africa. South Africa had the 
um, the the judicial right and also the judicial uh, what would you call it um, authority uh, authority over the running of Southwest Africa Forum on behalf of Germany. Okay. In fact, um, okay. you, you will remember Gen- General Mani Maritz's son, whom we visited, Mani yes. Maritz, yes. Uncle Mani Maritz. Um, we spoke about the um, this document that his father had signed with the Germans uh-huh. that actually declared the Boers that were part of the rebellion in 1914 sided with the Germans right. in their right to um, of ownership of Southwest Africa. Right. And okay. so there is a um, what what was called an agreement that was honored by the Germans of Germani Maritz's uh-huh. um, this threat. It, it is called a threat. Right. That was an agreement between South, the, the Boers and the Germans, and that is still being honored today. In fact, I spoke with a German really? a few years ago, and we spoke about this particular fact. And this German said to me, David, we still honor that agreement between the Germans and the Boers. So, obviously, after that, and now, um, you, you must remember that C.F. von Rensburg was one of the, or, or was a, a uh, 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 he, he was a, a um, he, he sided with the Boers and he, even his prophecies also benefited the generals that participated in the 1914 Boer Rebellion against this universalism of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. And in fact, yeah. what we do know is that the reason why the Edomite Jew, Jan Smuts, and his right-hand man, uh, Louis Boerta, why they um, agreed to, the, um, to, to send troops to the, uh, on to fight for and on behalf of England in the First World War right. was to set up the House of Jacob, the Boers being the descendants of the House of Jacob or of the descendants of the House of Jacob, to fight against their own people in Germany. Right. Because the, the, the roots of the Boers were primarily from German stock. That's right. And, right. of okay. course, the, the, whole, the whole idea of the Edomite Jews was to set up again the house of Jacob against the house of Jacob. Right. Steal their identity, steal their knowledge of the fact that they are from the descendants of the house of Jacob on both sides. And, and entice a war against, not just a war against each other, but to fight a proxy war for and on behalf of these Edomite Jews against the house of Jacob. Right, right. Okay, and, let me read on here one, so, yeah, so we can kind of figure out what this vision actually means, okay, because uh, obviously the, the, the Mausers would be German rifles Sent to sent to the Boer people, okay, and it looks like it this occurred right after World War One, or part of World War One, when the Boer mm. de- declined to fight for the British against the Germans, okay. Yeah, would that but, be the correct? Pastor, I, yeah, my my personal belief is that 
this person interpreting the Mouses to be Afrikaners. Right. Oh, um, that's, that's I believe that to be off, off, yeah. off the track because the Mouses that had been supplied by the the, the Germans uh, for the use by the Boers against the the Edomite the races of the British Empire. Right. Um, right. Occurred prior or during the first. Uh, sorry, during the Second Anglo-Boer War. Okay. Now. That is to again occur with okay. Mausers, in, in other words, military hardware to be distributed or to be sent from Germany in support of the Boers in South Africa. Yeah. Now, we Whoa. do know that there is a battle coming, yes. and that battle is going to be the Boer against the Afrikaners, because once the Boers awaken to yeah. their true identity, and that is busy occurring as we speak. Yes. Once the okay. Boers realize whom they actually were, and that they were not part of this universalistic uh, system of state and church, when they, uh, they, they um, what do you call it, the ancestors arrived in South Africa or in the Cape, okay. they will realize that the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, whom, of course, from the, the, the um, Sephardic Jude, uh, Jews that um, migrated to, to Amsterdam prior to the establishment of the Dutch East Indian Company. They were the ones, in fact, who came as Jan van der Riebeek and the subsequent um, members of or the employees of the Dutch East Indian Company because the whole Dutch East Indian Company was a Jewish, a Sephardic Jewish, an Eskenazi Jewish, and a Kazarian Jewish establishment. Right. And that also fits perfectly with Scripture. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he talks about here the New Germany, the father-in-law of Tante Besse, Bessie van Rohen of Henneman, was a long-standing friend of the seer, and he often told her of the visions of the, the Boer prophet saw. Quote, he, the seer, predicted the Second World War and its outcome. He said he saw Germany as a large black snake whose back is broken and paralyzed, losing the war. Then Van Rensburg saw a white canvas covering protecting it. It lay there for a number of years, and when it had healed... The canvas was removed. Now the snake lifts its head and strikes toward the east. The wall of shame is demolished and Germany is united again. Okay, well, uh, we've, we've witnessed the re reuniting of Germany, east and west, but they're still under the thrall of the United Nations and the Jew banksters, right? They're still, exactly. they, ha they haven't quite healed yet. Then Van Rensburg saw the snake strike a woman on the throne across the water, and she disappears. According to this vision, he said the monarch Queen Elizabeth will lose her throne because of Germany, and it seems likely that there will not be a successor. <laughs> We're not anticipating a successor <laughs> either, right? Okay. Exactly. Well, this would be now. This means that Germany. Uh, if the German people ever get fed up with the invasion mm. of you know Africans and Arabs and whatnot from across the Mediterranean Sea, wake up and realize that this is a part of a war against Germany, 
If the German people ever wake up and realize that, then I can see this happening. Okay? But that, Absolutely. That awakening would have to take place first. Okay? Then, uh, then he Something says... Which is, okay, go ahead. Something which is also a very great significance here is that the House of Winter has been torn apart to the extent that nobody knows who is going to be the successor to Queen Elizabeth. Right. Because, um, I mean, that is the fact. Um, uh, I agree. Not one of yeah. uh, Lady Di's sons have so far um, really established himself to be the successor, which right. means that for the moment, Prince Philip is bound yeah. to be a successor, but watch Prince Philip disappear within a very <laughs> right. short time. <laughs> well, as I understand, he's actually not uh, a, a, a in line, or he's not number one in line. I'm not, I'm not sure hmm. uh, you know, what, what uh, position he holds in the uh, lineage, but uh, yeah, it, it is up for grabs. It is totally up for grabs, and uh, you know, that's going to be a, a very interesting situation if and when she dies. A lot of people are saying she's already dead, and there's a... <laughs> A, a doppelganger in her place, right? Okay. Anything's possible, yeah. right? Okay. And uh, so and then, okay, so he continues, however, as long as the snake lies there, Van Rensburg sees our nation fighting amongst each other as never before, which is definitely happening today. He also sees a red wooden beam pressing down on our nation, and when the fighting is at its worst, dolerite rocks, bombs, fall on Johannesburg. Only then will the nation wake up and begin uniting, and just when that happens, Van Rensburg sees the red beam breaking and the snake striking South Africa. Wow. Mm. Okay, well, the the Afrikaners and the Boers, uh, I think the Boers are finally waking up to the fact that the Afrikaners are, in fact, their worst enemies. And there's that going to be civil war. Yeah. Mm. Civil War. Now, yes, something which is also very important, Pastor, when, uh, with the visitation of the angel, the angel um, uh, had revealed things to me which is going to happen, but the angel mentioned to me not to, or, or directed me not to mention these things until I received the sign to start talking about it, because prior to that, well, once this knowledge becomes known, of course the Boers will then take up arms against those who had been the cause of every war that the Boers had faced since 1657. Okay. Every war was incited and enticed by these people, and once the Boers realized that every war that had been uh, orchestrated against them was actually incited and enticed by these people. So there is going to be a war. Yeah. That, the, that the war cannot, it is not the right time now for the war not, to be not um, quite yet. unleashed again. Yes, not yet. Yeah, not quite yet. Okay. And Bram uh, corrected us. He said it's Prince Charles. Uh, Prince Philip is dead. Prince Charles is currently next Sorry, to Sorry, Prince Charles. Yes. Yes. For the. Uh, Char- oh, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Bonnie Prince Charlie, right? 
but he, he doesn't look too bonny to me. <laughs> he looks very depressed, very depressed person. Uh, he's, he, doesn't he look pedophilic? Yeah, well, yeah, he's been involved, you know, just like uh, his his cousin or is it his brother, uh, the one who's involved in child pornography, etc. Right, uh, but wasn't he also a visitor along with Bill Gates to um, uh, Epstein's? Um, uh, oh yeah, I think all all of the royal house of Britain has been invited there. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, any, anything's possible along those lines. But Queen Elizabeth, uh, she looks healthy to me. <laughs> I think she's going to be around for a little while yet. She she's ninety something. Uh, I think. You- yeah. How do you spell that L T H E double L T Y or T H Y? Oh, you're right. <laughs> hellish. <laughs> yeah, hell, hellish Queen Elizabeth, right? So, okay, so getting yeah. back to, to, to the uh, narrative here. So it looks to me that, you know, this is, if this is the part of the prophecy that I was hoping to address where, you know, the, Reemergence of Germany on the side of the Boer people, you know, which is yeah. always a, a, a question mark because that hasn't been the case for many, many years. Certainly not since World War One. Okay, certainly yeah, not since absolutely. World War One. So there have to, there would have to be a great awakening of the German people, and uh, they would have to reject NATO. They would have to reject the United Nations. They would have to reject the, exactly. so, the the social order of Europe as it is now. Now, the interesting thing is that we're not hearing much about Germany. We're hearing only about Russia and Ukraine, which is, you know, yes. Ukraine is a Jewish state run by a Jew, Zelensky, and they're Kazarian. actually, yeah, Kazarian Jew, and they're actually executing their own people. I mean, I've seen so many videos of Ukrainians telling telling the world that uh, the Ukrainian army is killing U- the Ukrainian people, okay, and blaming it on yeah. Russia. So th- this could escalate into World War Three, okay, and Germany's going to have to choose sides if it does so escalate, okay. Yeah. So, so this vision may may be on the verge of being fulfilled. We'll see, okay. Well, right. one of the things which uh, must also be realized is that Russia provides most of Europe with gas and gasoline. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all those all those pipes, yeah. the pipelines run through Kazaria or the Kazarian, what's right. the left yeah. of Kazaria, which is called Ukraine. Right. And with the... the uh, in fighting in Ukraine at the moment, we see that U- Europe has been starved of fuel and gas. Yeah, and food. Uh, rations are becoming and scarce. Food. The uh, yeah, uh, Ukraine provides most of the wheat, I believe. Exports, uh, in sure. fact, Ukraine, as I understand, exports most of its wheat to Africa. Right. Well, yeah. if the if the Germans want to eat, they might have to get some of that wheat. Right, grain being exported, and the uh, lithium, I think, is one of and neon are major exports from Ukraine and uh, the area of Russia near Ukraine. Uh, these are vital, uh, vital, vital commodities. Right, they're, and their price, their price is skyrocketing as we speak, doubling and tripling. 
you know, who knows how high it's going to mm. go by the end of the year. Okay, so exactly. th- that war what, is what, causing what, what, prices to escalate globally. Back to you. One of the things that we see, of course, uh, living on a farm, we uh, have a real life, uh, real time updating of the com- commodities prices relating to our interest on on the farm. Uh-huh. What we see is that. Um, there was about a 50% increase in the price of um, corn, for example. Right. Since December, a 50% rise in the price of corn. Yes. And this is going to escalate to more than 100% rise within the next three to six months. Yes, now, probably higher. Along with, yep. that, along with that, what we've seen is that the consumer price for the same commodities have only risen by about 20% over the past exactly the same period of time, uh-huh. which means that the, once the commodities which have been accumulated or stored and processed from last year, once yeah. that runs out, uh-huh. once they start processing the, the commodities for the present season and beyond, right. yeah. we're going to Amen. Amen. Uh, so we can expect shortages and much higher prices. But, but, but this is only the next phase of the Great Reset, the starvation re- yeah. part of the reset. This is what the Rothschilds yeah. have planned. You know, uh, the, what's yeah. his name? Uh, the the guy with the uh, with the funny lip, <laughs> right? The, the the author of the Great Reset. Okay, yeah. So uh, he's yeah. actually a Rothschild. Uh, so uh, uh, Klaus, Klaus Schwab, you, you mean Klaus Schwabstein, Schwab. Schwabstein, right? Exactly. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, but here, the father-in-law of uh, let, let's see, uh, there was okay. The seer's son, Kali, confirmed the sequence of events during a newspaper interview in 1966, and added that his father not only saw what would happen during World War II, but that Germany would ignite the fires of that war and subsequently lose. One of the seer's visions also refers to this period. Quote, I see a blue stone, Germany, rotating. Then it becomes a cannon wheel which falls and shatters on the ground. The ground is dug up and becomes fertile. The bodies of dead Germans (laughs) fertilize the ground. He added, after Germany loses the war, it will rise up again but not as a formidable military force. The fruits of Germany will not be death and destruction, but economical and industrial prosperity, which has been the case. Which Mm. has been... Germany is the number one economy in in Europe. Okay? He also Um, said... Well, Foster, Go ahead. Something something else which I, I also need to add here. Um... Germany has been building up a military force to be reckoned with okay. of the most successful and most um, uh, 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 most efficient yeah, okay. weaponry weaponry. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm referring to, for example, to the Eurocopter. I'm referring to, for example, to the um, the submarines. Yes, that have been that are being built in Kiel, for example, right. um, destroyer sh- vessels, destroyer vessels, and uh, surface vessels um, 
uh, weapons of war, the the um, the tanks that they build. And what I wanted to say is that it is not just economical or prosperity, but definitely also a military might which is um, beyond the recognition or perhaps the 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 desire of the Kazarians. Okay. Um, yeah. The, the, because of, 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 of course, once Germany decides to break with NATO, it will become the enemy of NATO. That's right. That is the reality. That's right. And I foresee that, yeah. that, that Germany will most probably side with Russia okay. as a, a military force which will not be able to be matched by any... Yeah, certainly not by other, NATO. Certainly not, not, yeah. Not by NATO. Right. Well, already NATO is so divided, and once the Edomites are identified by right. the House of Jacob, which of course resides in, in Britain and in America, and etc., the Book yeah. of Obadiah will fearfully Yes. Be, uh, <laughs> playing up in, in all its right. might. Right. I hope so. I'm and praying for that. Edomite. Well, remember, Donald Trump uh, said, you NATO people, you need to pay your own way. You, you've been relying on American exactly. military might and funds to uh, protect Europe. It's about time you protect yourselves, right? They're, they're not willing exactly. to do it. They're not capable of doing it. It's a bunch of loosely yeah. connected uh, disunionites who are looking to the other country to to provide for everything, right? That's the state of Europe. No, Pastor, it can also be ascribed to the fact that they have become cowards yes. at the demand of the Rothschilds, at the demand of oh, the Illuminati. Yes, of course. Yeah, because hmm. the only plan the Rothschilds have for Europe is the destruction of the white race. Okay? The demise, right. exactly. But it can't be too obvious. They can't be obvious about it. They have to do it with subtlety. And this is what's happening. The war between uh, Ukraine and Russia is one of these subtle exactly. wars, okay, that the uh, Rothschilds are hoping to drag the rest of Europe into. Okay? Yeah. And if, we, if, what we find, Foster, is, is, yeah. is that so many people side with Ukraine because of the the narrative that is being propagated by the mass media. And, of course, the mass media is at the controls or um, uh, um, one of the controlling mechanisms of the Illuminati, of the Edomite Jews, the Edomite Kazarians, the Edomite uh, Eskenazi. Yes, yes. And, yeah, and of course, Ukraine being... Uh, the Ukraine of today was the Kazaria of uh, five, six hundred years, seven hundred years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, a couple of items of per pertinent to our discussion. Swamp Fox says, journalists under fire as shelling hits civilians area in Ukraine. Okay, and as I have been reporting, it, this is you. These many uh, mercenaries who went to Ukraine to fight for Ukraine. Are either being shot in the back by the Ukrainian military, or they are not given weapons uh, concomitant with their 
potential service and they decide to leave. Okay. Yeah. They're not given the proper weaponry. Yeah. So what kind of, yeah, what kind of mercenary would fight without proper weapons? Right. So this is the cra- one of the craziest yeah. wars in history, right? Because it's not yeah. intended to uh, be successful. I think the Rothschilds are int- hope. I don't think, I don't think NATO is going to get involved. I really don't, because uh, those, as you just said, those people are cowards. And Bavaria man mm. says sunflower oil, oil you cannot get anymore. Yeah, that's one of the exports of Ukraine is sunflowers. Okay, uh, mm. I think the second most uh, prominent place on earth is Kansas. You can drive from one end of Kansas to another and see nothing but sunflowers. And toilet paper mm. is rationed. Oh no, not again! <laughs> and <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, fuel went from 1.48 euros to 1.8 euros per liter, and which is about $8 per gallon, okay? And it's going to go up. It's going to go up. Well, yeah. Okay? Uh, Pastor, uh, diesel in South war. Africa, diesel lean, has become the one of the most ex- – well, it's, it's never been as expensive as it is now, and it surpassed the price of petroleum. Pastor, yes. I see we have one minute left. Yes, yeah. And Perhaps. so, yeah, we'll pick this up next week because we're getting into the part of Van Rensburg's prophecies where uh, I'm most interested, and this, this is where Germany rises up again after World War II. So we'll pick yes. this up. You can all stay in suspense for one week <laughs> until we revisit yes. this part of the prophecy, folks. A part of the new Germany. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Thank you, Pastor. And this is getting very interesting. Thanks. Okay. Thank All you, right. Pastor. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. And thanks for listening, folks. We're out of time.